Hello folks, just a quick message before we start the podcast. When I first recorded this episode, I actually said the number of the episode wrong in the intro. I couldn't be bothered to re-record the whole thing, so I've done some pretty clever editing. You won't even notice it. Anyway, on with the show. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 7 of the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast. My name is Chris Arnold. For those of you who listen in for the first time and you're wondering what to expect, James Thurman fairly perfectly described this podcast as Michael Palin presenting Playdays. As a man who loves both Michael Palin and Playdays, I'm overjoyed with that review. Thanks James Thurman. I'm still in the marvellous country that is Vietnam, slowly making my way down south. For those who might not know, the currency in Vietnam is the Vietnamese dong. Oh my. In which one pound currently gets you about 27,000 dong. Oh yeah. Which means you only need about 35 quid to be a millionaire out here. I don't want to brag, but I actually have more than 35 quid to my name, which makes me a multi-millionaire. That's right, folks. I'm one of the 1%, one of the elite. And for those asking, I keep my dong in my pocket, thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Anyway, enough about my newfound wealth. Let's get into the podcast. This week, I'm spinning yarns regarding my time in Huey, Hoi An, Nha Trang, and Dalat. First up, Huey, spelt H-U-E, which was actually the capital of Vietnam from 1802 to 1945, and the home to the Wen Dynasty. Wen spelled N-G-U-Y-E-N, by the way. We were only there for roughly 24 hours, enough time to check out the citadel, walk around the imperial city, enjoy some delightful Vietnamese adverts on TV, and enjoy some less delightful Vietnamese karaoke from outside our hostel. Speaking of Vietnamese adverts, I was handed a flyer for a local drinking establishment called Brown Ice Bar, and as a man who has handed out his fair share of flyers in his time, the least I can do is read what has been offered to me. I looked down at the brightly illustrated flyer, which quite simply said, Happy in works, funky in life, lucky in games, crazy in love, strongly in bed, money in the pockets, never sad and always funds. What are you going to do when the night comes? Brown Ice Bar. And to any bar or nightclub owners listening in, that is how you promote, my friends. I never went to the bar. It looked terrible. From Huey, we headed to Hoi An. People also call Hoi An the city of lanterns. And people ain't lying. There's lanterns everywhere. Hoi An is a beautiful place. And with it being a former port, the city certainly has a melting pot vibe about it. The architecture being a mix of Vietnamese, Chinese, Japanese. And due to their colonial past, the French have also left their mark. Fairly dozy by day, the town centre comes alive at night. We caught some Latin musicians jamming in a bar. We caught a puppet show by the river. And we even got involved with some buskers on a boat. Although not everyone else was into clapping as much as I was. Hoi An is almost famous for its wide array of tailors. Keen to pick myself a new suit, I had my measurements taken by a shop assistant who had a fairly Donald Trump approach to my nether regions. Having said that, the suit fitted like an absolute glove, and they even threw in a free tie, so I let them off the groin bashing. However, the experience left me with some pretty tense muscles, so off I went to have a massage, which, if anything, was too good. 
I fell asleep within 10 minutes and awoke myself by snorting loudly. In fact, embarrassingly, I'm pretty sure the noise I made caused the masseuse to jump. I left the premises with my muscles relaxed, but my dignity damaged. From Hoi An, we took a night bus south through the country. Whilst passengers around me slept, I listened to the 6 hours 57 minutes long audiobook of the Alan Partridge autobiography, which is pretty much the most fun you can have in a 6 hours 57 minutes solid sitting. You should probably turn this podcast off right now and start listening to that instead. It is miles better. We travelled through the night and arrived in Nha Trang, which wasn't our final destination, but we did have a couple of hours until we got on a new bus, so we headed down to the beach there. It was 6 in the morning, but the beach was rammed. Vietnamese folks swimming, frisbeeing, playing volleyball, all sorts, at 6am on a Tuesday. The experience reminded me of going to a completely empty Bournemouth beach at 6am on a Tuesday after I woken up early due to heavy drinking the night before. I wasn't hungover that day in Nha Trang though. I have truly progressed as a human being. Anyway, we got on the new bus and continued our journey. We headed high up into the mountains and stopped at a delightful little service station with great background music. I rated the place above Watford Gap off the M1, but it didn't quite reach the dizzy heights of TBA services off the M6. Brackets, see episode one of the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast. We jumped back in the bus once more and continued our journey further once more, heading up, up into the mountains, zigzagging the winding roads until we arrived at our destination, Dlat. What happened in Dlat, I hear you cry? Well, you'll have to tune in next week to find out. That's right, folks. I've only gone and left you with a flipping cliffhanger. Breaking bad, eat your heart out. Thanks for listening to episode seven of the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast. All music by Bison. Well, I say all music by Bison. With regards to all the bits of music I'm recording whilst walking around the place, I have no idea who to credit. Although with my listenership figures, I'm sure no lawsuits will be filed against me. If anyone does want to sue me though, be my guest. It'll be great promo for the podcast and God knows I need it. Take care for now everyone. Bye bye!